Hello, my name is Dave Gonzalez, and I haven't read any of the books in George R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire. I'm Joanna Robinson. I've read every book in George R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire. And I'm Neil Miller, and I have also read all of those books. We are headed back to Westeros to cover the Game of Thrones spinoff series, House of the Dragon. We'll be answering your questions, so send us a raven at trialbycontent at gmail.com. Take some bread and salt and join us Thursdays on the Trial by Content feed. And don't worry, you're safe. The Reigns of Castamere hasn't even been written yet. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus. View its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Welcome to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Radio Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Hallowell. And I'm Amelia Wenemeyer. And today we're checking in with more relationship news. The house bunny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and your favorite summer drink. I'm excited. We were talking just before we yeah. hit record. This is going to be good. I think a lot of juicy stuff in here. Starting with, we have to dedicate another whole category to relationship news this week because... A lot has happened. Kate, take it away. Guys, our national nightmare is over. (laughs) Officially, it's officially over. I would say a couple months ago at this point, I talked about on this podcast, Florence Pugh was in Ibiza, uh, just living it up with some friends. Mm -hmm. And uh, she just had single energy. And I was like, guys, I think she has single energy. Yeah. And... You know, it wasn't confirmed. There was like a whole thing where she was like, actually, I'm not dating the guy that the paparazzi were picturing me with, blah, blah. I was like, mm. okay, that's fine. But mm-hmm. again, I, like I said, I was like, she loves to talk about Braff. She loves to be like, I'm very happy in my relationship. And mm. she didn't say that. And I was like, you know mm-hmm. what? I think she would have mentioned Braff if they were still together. Well, good point. She's mentioned Braff and they're not together. Uh, <laughs> she has officially confirmed to Harper's Bazaar. She's on the cover of their September issue. And she said, uh, they're done. They ended earlier this year. I think wow. I was like sitting in, my, I could probably tell you the exact second that it happened. I was sitting <laughs> in my apartment. Please. And I felt like a disturbance in the force. And I was like, something great has happened. You know, <laughs> like you just feel like a little earthquake. And I was yeah. like, something has changed. Uh, she said, nice. we've been trying. <laughs> it's going to sound terrible because from what she <laughs> says in this quote. <laughs> However, 
Uh, she says, we've been trying to do the separation without the world knowing because it's been a relationship that everybody has an opinion on. True. <laughs> Can't imagine why that would be. It's almost like you shouldn't have been together. Uh, we just felt something like this would really do us the benefit of not having millions of people telling us how happy they are that we're not together. Well, guess what? Oh, guess my what? God. I didn't read that. <laughs> guess what? Millions of people are happy that you're not together. So wow. uh, oh I'm glad God. that you, you know, took your time to process it. But that uh-huh. is the reaction that you're going to get. And that's the reaction that you're getting. And, you know, maybe <laughs> other than maybe other than feeling attacked by that, you should uh-huh. learn some things from that <laughs> and not date someone 21 years older than you who is a has been washed up oh, TV actor. Oh, so, one final punch wow. to the gut. Uh, <laughs> listen, I got to take my shots where I can. I'm, I'm intentionally, this is your time. To I'm shine. never going to talk about him ever again. So that's you're here okay. to hear first. Now Famous that they're done. Words. Now that they're done, there's no reason for him to be in my life. But yeah, I've been waiting for this for years at this point. Um, just, you know, being a hater and trying to Happy send my negative you. negative energy towards them. It works. It worked. So it apologies to Flo Pew, who doesn't want uh, the world doing a victory lap on this, yeah. but I will be doing a victory lap about this. <laughs> you d- you deserve it. You've been manifesting Thank this. You. I don't think I've ever time. gotten, I don't think I've ever gotten more tweets at me than the morning that this happened. Oh it my gosh. pretty we funny. Got, we got a decent amount of DMs. <laughs> Yeah. Being like, yeah. I also had like former, I have to say, I also had like former ringer coworkers who have since moved on, mm-hmm. uh, who we used to talk about, you know, Florence Pugh or whatever in the office texting mm-hmm. me. And I was like, okay, you have a Good. girlfriend and the other one is married. So like, I'm still on this Island. <laughs> Only one of us has been loyal this whole mm. time. So like, I don't think we can share in this moment. This is not for us. This is it's for, for you. me. This yeah. is for so, you. This is for you. Like, I'm sorry, but some of us have put in the time. Uh, All right. And yeah, so thank you so much for everyone who, you know, sent well wishes and congratulations. It's been a big yeah. week. Who do you want her to be with next? Anyone else. Okay. So <laughs> anyone else okay. is Easy where I'm broad. at. Yeah. 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 Pretty easy okay. assignment. Great. Um, another breakup equally as sad is so sad. And <laughs> equally as famous. Love is blind season two. Jarrett and Ayana are getting a divorce, which so sad. Amelia, thank God you care about this. I saw this I and it was actually a little sad. They Me had too. a lot of odds stacked against them. They had completely yeah. polar opposite lifestyles and yeah. they knew that and they tried yeah. to work through it and they got married on that show and now are divorcing, which is sad. Um, and also mm. just highlights how insane Love is Blind is that now these two yeah. poor people, they have to get an actual divorce. Like, that they yeah, just real. It's real. These couples the into actual marriage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, they said that their lives are going in different directions, which mm. again, their lives have, they were, in pre- past, yeah. present, future, we're going in different directions, but still sad. And yeah, Amelia, any other parting words for this couple? I mean, I really thought they were going to make it. I thought they were so cute. And, you know, again, like you said, she likes staying in. He had a booming mobile hookah business that uh, made him have to be out <laughs> at late him. hours. I love his mobile hookah business. Um, <laughs> so maybe that's booming and she just couldn't handle it. I don't know. I thought they were really cute. I honestly thought some, some of the other couples would have uh, broken uh, yeah. up before these two. But um, yeah, no, I thought they were actually really adorable and seemed really sweet together. And 
it's sad because I like yeah. them. I, so. If I were to see a Love is Blind season two divorce headline and it wasn't Danielle and Nick, <laughs> I guess hell hath frozen over because I was not shocked. But anyway, right. um, yeah, so they're getting divorced and that's very sad. Um, sad. Oh, one more breakup. A lot of bad news at the top. Liam Hemsworth and Gabriella Brooks have broken no. up after three years. For all the Liam Hemsworth Damn. stands, this is actually powerful news because this chick came in and they started dating really close after they, mm-hmm. Miley and Liam, got divorced. And yes, Miley was on like an, a, in a yacht in Italy kissing her friend, her girlfriend, like, and was fully moved on. But for some reason, this was like a betrayal that he started seeing someone as well. Well, it was real, right? Sure. Like, Miley's yeah. didn't last. She was just no. rebound. She was on the rebound. Yeah. This was like, a like a yeah. three-year relationship immediately yeah. after her. That's tougher. That's okay. a good point. So yeah. get this. So couple split apparently a couple months ago. Okay. Apparently, this is a source telling them this, but... The Hunger Games star wanted to get back to work without any distractions. And this is a quote. It's a bullshit excuse. He didn't want to be tied down and his work has picked up since the pandemic ended. Brooks is said to be heartbroken. If you what? date for three years and that is such a flimsy That's, excuse to be bullshit. like, I want to focus yeah. on my career. Three years? No. no. That's Absolutely also not. like, where where are the receipts? Where's the IMDB page? <laughs> right. No fun. What projects, where is Liam? The work exactly. To be shown right. Exactly. For this? Also, Liz, you frame this as bad news. However, Tea Time lately has had some incredible powers of manifestation. Oh my God, you guys. Don't <laughs> even say it. Listen, we're two for three right now <laughs> in terms of like we have the Benefer wedding, which we're about to talk about. Mm-hmm. Amelia has been doing again like a year-long victory lap. Yeah. I have mm-hmm. just started my own. That, that I've it's been working true. on for like two years, breaking mm-hmm. up this couple. Success. <laughs> I feel like if we put our collective powers of, I would Dude. say good, but it's not necessarily good. But collective is. powers of manifestation. Mm-hmm. I think we can get Liam and Miley back together. Totally. I think this is the first step. This would be so powerful. I can't even be describe cute. this. would make me so happy. And she, I think, is dating, but like has not been public with right. anybody. And yeah, you know, there's like that random, right? There was like that uh, drummer that like no one had ever heard of, but like yeah. that doesn't seem to have I lasted. Think it st- yeah. So anyway, this could be absolutely incredible. And um, it's your turn. That's all I'm saying. Seriously. It's your turn. Oh. You're up. I so, love this. I love that. I, I think, think we should focus, start sending our negative energy in a more, you know, maybe positive direction. <laughs> I would keel over Bring dead. Okay. We'll we'll put a pin in that. Fingers yeah. crossed. I will pray. Speaking into the world. Well, haven't they done the whole back together, broken up, back yes. together? So this could just be another. But then they know? got divorced. Well, but yes, yes, anything is possible. Tish and look Billy at, Ray have been on and off for like forty years. So yeah. <laughs> anything is possible. <laughs> it's true. Um, okay. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Next one, Amelia. To be honest, I just took this one because I thought no one else was going to take it. But Kate, please take it because I don't really have that many thoughts. I think he's great, but I, you know. I'm, I, listen, I uh, I love Lee Pace. People know this. I think I've loved him since Pushing Daisies. And uh, he was kind of like a niche internet boyfriend for a while. And then he grew out his hair and started wearing shorts. And everyone remembered that he's 6'5". And oh, mm. uh, he just has really had a renaissance of like people being obsessed with him. And it's great. I'm not here to gatekeep Lee Pace and his, you know, very long Thank legs. You. I think everyone should enjoy them. So he, uh, in a GQ profile this week, he's had a bunch of profiles, bunch of uh, photo shoots lately. He's in Bodies, 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 which is the A24 movie. Mm-hmm. 
But he mentioned in this GQ profile that he married his boyfriend this week. Now, as a longtime Lee Pace stan, I have a lot of feelings about his boyfriend. First of all, super hot. Just like great, oh. incredibly oh. attractive couple. Okay. They like go hiking together and like just Googling take these like now. very like rugged, pic- like shirtless pictures of each other where they're like kind of dirty. <laughs> They are just a really great couple. I also have, first of all, I also, I missed this because yeah. I was looking at the pictures of the Lee Pace profile and did not uh-huh. actually read it. So <laughs> I did not see this until Amelia put this in here. Um, <laughs> but my other thing that I want to say is I'm very happy about it because up until like 2018, like Lee Pace wasn't out. He like was very private. He uh-huh. everybody did a profile with like W Magazine about like his farm animals. He was like on a oh. farm and like very vaguely like started to talk about the fact that he like doesn't exclusively date women and nice. like has been in a relationship. And like the fact that now he's in a profile and like, you know, has his boyfriend or his husband yeah, yeah, on his yeah. Instagram page and is like feels comfortable being public about it and like still getting work yeah. is great. So That's awesome. uh, I feel like, you know, we've seen the whole journey of Lee Pace really coming yeah. into his own. Love it. And I hope that he continues to wear shorts and uh, take pictures with his hot husband. I it was just, gonna, I just googled the rest it, and I am like, oh, excuse they me, look they look great they, together. They look great together. Yeah, so, they do. Oh my god, I love yeah. this for him. I love this for us. And I'm glad that he's thriving in his professional and personal life. Lovely. Okay. <laughs> oh, we're ending this on a high note. So we got we that are. good news, and we got one more piece yes, of good news, Amelia. One more. Benefer, they are actually going to get married again because, you know, one time in Vegas was not enough. Obviously, we were talking about this before. Liz, I think you mentioned seems like like JLo needs a, a bigger wedding. And you know yes, what? She's going to get absolutely. it. Absolutely. Right. So um, it's apparently happening this weekend. So it'll be like a weekend ordeal. And according to Harper's Bazaar, there'll be a rehearsal dinner tomorrow on Friday or if this will come out on Friday. So um, today and then the actual ceremony will take place on Saturday uh, and it's going to be at Ben Affleck's coastal home in Riceboro, Georgia. Sure. Yeah. And she will walk down the aisle. I don't know how they know this. In a custom couture <laughs> wedding dress by Ralph Lauren, which is an interesting do- choice. It is an oh. interesting choice. Yeah. And also, remember when she was saying, I wore this dress by Zuhair Murad and then also another dress that is from an old movie. Well, it turns out that the dress she wore that was from an old movie was the dress that she wore in the poster for the 2004 movie Jersey Girl that she was in with Ben Affleck. Okay. That's cute. So, All right. That's cute. Yes. Um, and they're saying that friends like Matt Damon, Jimmy Kimmel, and Drea DeMatteo will be there. And I'm assuming, um, who's her best friend? Lisa Remini. Yeah. Mm. But uh, yeah, that's... Wow. That's what's going on. It's going to be glamorous. Yeah. I feel like there's so many very high profile celebrity weddings. Mm -hmm. And what I think the thing is that separates a celebrity wedding than a normal human wedding like mine (laughs) is that it can come together so fucking fast. It's unbelievable. (laughs) This is probably going to be a huge event. It's obviously multi-day. A lot of people there on this home estate. There's like so many things that need to come together that it would have taken a normal human maybe like a year and a half. Like, you know, the normal wedding planning time. Right. J-Lo is getting this in in under like 
this whole planning and execution in under like two months, which is incredible. The resources she has that could just drop everything and be like, yes, it is time now. I can do this and work all day and all night to get this up is amazing. And it's, uh, it's baffling. I'm really excited. This is what we deserve. We deserve like a big this yeah, is what we wanted. Exactly. We wanted the pictures. We, we wanted the do. inside look on the. Yes. What is yes. the What's the newsletter called? Inside the J Lo. On J-Lo. the J Lo. On the J Lo. I was <laughs> close. Get it together. <laughs> uh, I can't wait. You're so right. I know. And you know what? We've been waiting for this since 2004. So thank God. You know. Yeah. Do you think we'll get a good like Ben Affleck wedding meme? You know, like oh, every God, time. I hope so. Like, will he have a beverage? Will he fall mm. asleep somewhere? <laughs> Passed out on yeah. I the hope options so. are just they're limitless. endless. Do yeah. you guys remember this? A deep cut. Not sure if you will. Do you remember how Haley Bieber had to be transported on her own wedding day in that like gigantic box full of curtains so that no one could get a photo of her from the helicopter <laughs> shots? I wonder if J Lo is going to walk out <laughs> in similarly funny. like shrouded in a gigantic tent of white sheet because I hope you so. know I hope she so, wants yeah. to keep that. On the, Under wraps. On the J-Lo. Yeah, totally. Until our new <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm really excited for you, Amelia. I can't, I'll be following this Thank closely. You. Just Thanks. for you. Just, Thank you. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> okay. Let's keep going. Um, not worth the tea in this uh, week in social media. Buckle up. This category. This is going to be good. This is going to be good. We should have reordered this. This is quite the pivot. But you know what? It's part of our charm. We, we should have reordered. Keep oh, you guessing. We're starting with body modification. <laughs> this is incredibly not worth the tea. But Lil Uzi Vert of, uh, you may remember him. He had a diamond in his forehead for a long time. Not that long, really, because it turned out to be an incredibly uh, unpractical decision. And he had to get it taken out. However, he's back at it. He's like, if not the forehead, where else? Where else can I insert diamonds into my skin? Turns out his fingers. Uh, He has debuted four finger piercings. They're kind of like right where you would wear a ring on the tops of his uh, sort of like knuckle digit. Two of them are are stars. Two of them are stones. They're kind of, they're small. They're just little studs. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, it's in the juicy part. Right. Right. (laughs) First of all, yeah, this would hurt so bad. Uh, And at least they're small, but like your hands just do so much stuff. And I just worry about them getting caught on things. And, and also, like, just wear a there. ring. Just wear rings. Agreed. They're yeah. like a bar under the skin, I think. Oh, okay. I found this in the most bizarre way. I follow Maria Tash, which is like a famous jeweler and like piercing person. And all of a sudden, the account posted this. And I was like, oh, what are these hands? Why are there diamonds right on the, like, you know? And it was Lil Uzi Vert. I could yeah. not believe it. And they had to disable the comments. Damn. This is the only post that doesn't oh. have. Wow. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. weird. Well, I'm here um, to comment. Comment live. Because uh, <laughs> this, I don't know. I just don't know. He just looks painful. Looks painful. Looks impractical. Yeah. Again, like I just, it's somewhere you're, I get my hands caught on so much stuff all the time. Yeah, like maybe, reaching into your pocket. Maybe he's more together than I am, but like, I don't know if he is. And it Imagine just, that getting caught on something. Oh, Yeah, yeah. I worry. I worry. But you know what? He is committed to the dermal piercing uh, exploration. Sure. So, you know, I guess at least they're small this time as opposed to the giant diamonds. That's true. Right. Yeah, that's true. They are small. Uh, also on the body modifications beat, Grimes tweeted this week that she is, uh, she asked for, you know, advice from the people on Twitter. She wants to know if anyone has done elf ear mods with a good outcome. Grimes would like to surgically change her ears to look like elf ears. 
she, you know, she's like, it seems risky. I'm scared about my ear cartilage, uh, having a hard time healing. Listen, I've had like multiple cartilage piercings. It's terrible. It's like one little piercing and it takes forever to heal. You don't Mm want to do this grimes. And again, she is a musician. Like she needs her ears to be functional. Like even if it's the outside. Uh, So immediately I was like, no, don't do this. This sounds terrible. But then I have to tell you, Elon Musk replied Mm -hmm. to his ex. We think it's his ex. They might still be living together. It's very unclear. Hell no. But he offered some unsolicited advice. I guess it was solicited because she asked the people of Twitter. But I think if she wanted to ask him, she would have just texted him or like Mm -hmm. called upstairs. He replied (laughs) and said the downside of elf ear surgery probably outweighs the upside. Mm. So then I was immediately like, it's her body. She can do what she wants, Elon. (laughs) Yeah, let her do it. If Grimes wants elf ears, Grimes can have elf ears. Okay, it's Mm. none of your business what she does with her ears. So she like replied to him and they like went back and forth. Not like fighting about it. She was kind of like, you may be right, basically. Um, She also wants to do vampire teeth. I don't quite know how that works. It seems like you could just attach something. That seems easier. Yeah, that feels all right. Mm-hmm. Um, but she also said she has a full body tattoo in the works. These next few years will be spent doing all okay. my dream body mods. And then also when she was looking into this, she goes, y'all are just pushing me into darker corners of the internet. And then she posted a link to a site with information about a permanent eye color change <gasps> procedure. Which I'm like, Grimes. Like, oh my gosh. All of, all of these things you can accomplish temporarily. Like yeah. you can wear colored contacts. You can, you know, put on elf ears or you can put on, you know, I'm like, I just, it just seems unnecessary to me to do this, but you know what? It is her body. And sure. Uh, not to, you know, criticize a little and then be like, Grimes can do what she wants. But Elon's <laughs> reply, really, I was like, it's none of your business. It's mine, right. but it's not yours, Elon. Right. <laughs> so it's, it just, um, you know, it freaks me out a little bit, but um, I hope that she doesn't do anything that would uh, not turn out well. So I guess we'll we'll see. That's our check-in with uh, celebs and body modifications this Mm. week. You're welcome. It it was a good check-in. I enjoyed it. it. Um, You're welcome. Hard pivot. Worried for people. Uh, Yes. I, you know what? This actually just seems really, I don't even know why I put this. I think I put this in here because Kate and I did. <laughs> yeah, let's plug it while hey, we're here. Okay, yeah. We did a Cheetah Girls podcast nice. uh, to, to celebrate not 20 years, not 18 years, but 19 years. 19 years. Cheetah Girls. Wow. The classic, uh, the classic <laughs> anniversary <laughs> date. Yeah, exactly. A milestone for sure. <laughs> when you want to talk about the Cheetah Girls, you want to talk about the Cheetah Girls. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, so you can listen to that. <laughs> yes, please. It was fun. Um, And we updated everyone lives and everything but actually yeah we recorded and then I kid you not the next moment I was going online and it turns out Adrian Bailon who played uh, Chanel Chanel, she just had a baby so we missed that we missed her having a baby which is kind of a big deal Um, but yeah she had a baby born via surrogate uh, with her husband Israel Houghton and the baby's name is Ever James so congrats. Yeah. So I congrats. have to say, we also talked about the Kardashianification of Adrian Bailon on the podcast. Yeah. And, you know, doing it via surrogate is a little bit Kardashian-esque. It, oh, you're well. right. Oh, so, my God. You're so right. Just for yeah. what it's worth. Again, listen. That's a good point. You know, she can do what she wants with her body or not with her body. But mm-hmm. uh, it does play into that that uh, theory that we, we had. <laughs> also, um, a member of the Cheetah Girls was in House Bunny, the movie we're yeah. about to cringe. So. Keely Williams <laughs> was in House Bunny. That was actually, actually very funny. Circle. I was like, why does she look so familiar? And then I was like, we literally just did a podcast about her. And so why didn't she speak? Anyway, we'll get into <laughs> yes. it in a couple yes. minutes. <laughs> Of all the people to make that announcement, you're all so bizarre. Yeah, that is 
That is weird. Okay, so the next one is what's happening on the internet. And I looked for so long to try to find something else to talk about. And I couldn't. This is so good. Okay. This is where our best stuff comes from. Is when Liz is like, like you said, on page nine of Toast Jared. Get, <laughs> okay. Just dumpster diving. I've been seeing this traces of this on TikTok and I keep scrolling away, but late I had to watch the house money so late last night I was and then I had to fill out this like outline with notes and it was like 1 a.m and I was like listen to young gravy and I was on TikTok and it was like so my research is a little scattered here (laughs) but I'm gonna do my best to describe what's happening with Addison Ray's family and all the associated characters that (laughs) are being involved in this moment in time okay so who you have key players Addison Ray amazing, powerful TikTok star has in her shot up to fame, has brought up her family, including her two parents, Sherry Nicole and Monty Lopez. Their family, they actually separated when she was younger, got back together. They are like married or like Mm -hmm. now separating. But anyway, for all intents and purposes, they were together this year. Right. Uh, Monty Lopez has like 5 million TikTok followers. He has his own account. Anyway, Come late June, a couple months ago, these rumors on TikTok started spreading because girls, young girls, like in their, you know, you know, 18, 19, early 20s, started posting about Monty Lopez videos like POV when Addison Ray's dad FaceTimes you late at night and like oh. at a different video, like Addison Ray's dad is trying to fuck me. And it would be oh, like him yikes. in the club, God. like putting his hands, allegedly putting his hands like on her, on her friends, like definitely hating on them. Um, He never responded to any of them, but it became like this huge thing on TikTok where all these young women started coming out of the woodwork to be like Monty Lopez, X, Y, Z. There's actually one person that he had an affair with for several months. This woman said that he told me we are going to be together, have babies together. I think this is the infamous line, like we talking jet money. Oh, yeah, we talked about that. Oh, God. (laughs) Where he was just trying to like wine and diner and be like, we're going to be big, me and you, this like random young woman who's definitely not Sherry. Cool. Okay, so then Sherry, I guess her last name is really Easterling because that's whatever. But she was like, personal matters have been brought public. They're challenging and overwhelming. My biggest concern and always will be my children and their fragile hearts and minds. So then you feel like really sad for Sherry Nicole, okay? Mm. She added single mom to her Instagram bio. Yikes. She's like making statements. And then here's where some completely different space on the internet comes a man named Young Gravy. Oh And Young Gravy is a rising rapper and star. Wait, is he from Minnesota? Yes, he is. I knew it. (laughs) (laughs) And he looks so much like, uh, like Minnesota. He's just like this really tall, lanky white dude. Yes. Wow. With great, flowing hair. Yes. So Young Gravy yes. comes into the picture. He's releasing songs. He has one song called Betty. Okay? That song is bad. Bad <laughs> and good at the same time. And I can like, I've been I've been trying to find this trend and all this like research for this dumb topic. So now I have this song <laughs> playing on a loop in my head. But anyway, on this, on another side of the internet, he has this song. The trend to the song on TikTok is like, Basically, you send a photo of Young Gravy to your mom and like see what she says. And I guess like, you know, moms are into Young Gravy and he will like (laughs) post about it and be like, he's just like hitting on people's moms in like a funny way, whatever. Okay. Okay. Having Googled him, I, okay. Yeah. He looks like, he looks like someone who would hit on people's moms. 
and he's like into mom. He's like moms. He's like talk about how he's like, I'm into MILFs or something. Okay. Well, okay. We all have so, our brand. <laughs> exactly. So then this is where all of these things start to cross over one another. And the timeline's unclear. I, I can't be damned to figure out exactly how this all works. But Sherry, Addison Ray's mom, because she's now single kind of for all intents and purposes, started posting like this trend and kind of like did this TikTok where she implied that she wanted to like date Young Gravy. And they've been kind of publicly flirting back and forth on TikTok, which again, if I was Addison Ray, I would just be like, oh my God, log off, please. And then Monty Lopez jumps in and is like, post this thing where he's like flexing and, you know, like he says, when Young Gravy won't fight you, and then Young oh Gravy God. responds and he's like, you're so embarrassing. You're a, you have a family, like be an adult man. Like you're so weird. Like, walk off. <laughs> Which that. I respect. Yeah, me Young too. Young Gravy went on this Barstool BFS podcast that said oh, he God. and Sherry have been like kind of messaging a oh. little bit. Oh. He said he was planning on taking her on a date with this other podcast. Okay. Anyway, Addison Wright no longer follows her own mother on Instagram. Definitely oh. is like oh, wow. separated from. Wait, what did the mom do? Well, the mom is like flirting with, well, I don't I know, guess, maybe. but with I Young Gravy not... on Maine. I mean, well, that's yeah. enough. I would unfollow my mom for okay, that. Okay, all right. And so then she's like posting like, this is heart wrenching. <laughs> and then it's like, I cried my eyes out to you. And my this parents is what I are get. so embarrassing. Oh my Jesus. God. Wow. Ray has stayed pretty silent through all of this, through her parents just going back and forth online. That is unfortunate. And like, actually, Amelia, Tana Mojo is like involved oh. and is like beefing with Monty sure. Lopez because she's like, you're so weird. Stop. Oh and Monty Lopez is like, take a bath. I get so deep in this. It gets just so much. Only messier. Yeah, the deeper you go, it's true. I I did look at some of Monty Lopez's TikToks. I don't know why. I will never get that time back ever. Um, But it's like he is literally. He's like trying to work out, and he's like he's like at dog pound. Um, oh no! You know, oh my God, is he LA, yeah, exclusive boxing gym, and he's yeah. like Hiya, doing the gym. <laughs> yeah, that's probably why. He's like doing that thing where it's like it's on a wheel, and then you like kind of move <laughs> in and out, and he's like, "I'm getting ready for my fight." And then he, oh there's God. another video of him where it's like someone. This is like so. He is so pathetic. Um, it's like. A, like a little thing, a little container of gravy, and it's like little gravy, and then he stop. like walks up to it and stop. he like swipes it away. Stop! Stop! stop. stop. You stop. are like forty something, dude, with three kids. Like That's you, the thing there are younger children involved. Like Addison Ray, at least can Seriously. be like an adult. Be like, I don't know them, <laughs> but think about the other kids, please. Truly. Wow, like that is really, really dark. This is dark it stuff. Is dark. Just I like listen. I don't like Addison Rae, but I do feel no bad one deserves for her. this. No one deserves. Yeah, no one deserves parents that are be that embarrassing, humiliated like this. Yeah. Both parents. It's just obviously Monty Lopez <laughs> right. worse, but just oh my god. Honestly, she never stood a chance. Like now, I feel I'm like never. Like I, how did she turn out as normal as she managed to? I don't, I don't know. know. It's true. Well, it's interesting because you. All these like YouTube TikToker parents always turn out to be like pieces of shit. The dads oh, yeah. usually turn, turn out well, to be pieces of shit. Yeah, like Charlie the Logan brothers sleeping peacefully at night, knowing that at least <laughs> whatever her 
politician father is not at least doing that. That's true. Yeah. That's not true. Spiking yeah. gravy. Wow. Oh, wow. That was so much more fascinating than I expected. Thank you so it much. It was. Thank you. So we're All wrapping right. this up with. Oh, just, God. Yeah. Is, no, um, I'm glad that you included this. I'm excited. Thank to you. I'm fascinated by this, Amelia. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so. There was, it was like, I don't, I saw it on Twitter, but mm-hmm. then, and people were going crazy because, um, the, sorry, there are measurements from Nielsen, which is like, you know, the Nielsen ratings, um, mm-hmm. which are TV ratings that, that say that the median age for the CW, and we all know what the, the CW, you know, they remake all those like popular shows for, uh, teens like Riverdale mm-hmm. and I mean, I can name more, but you know what I mean. Right. Uh, that the average age of a CW viewer is 58. This is incredible. And, and people That's... were like, what? Oh, no, CW? I'm not. What are you talking about? The average age is like a, a teenager. But I guess Variety, uh, the publication confirmed with Nielsen that it's true. The median age as a 58-year-old person. Yeah. Who's, you know, I guess watching Riverdale. And I actually have to say the only person I know who watches CW is my dad. So really? Yeah. He watches some of the superhero shows. Also, I just looked it up. And like, if you look up right now, tonight, like Mm -hmm. the CW primetime schedule. Okay. Okay. Whose line is it anyway? The Great oh. Chocolate Showdown, World's Funniest <laughs> Animals, Masters okay. of Illusion, Penn okay. and Teller, Fool Us. Wait, what? So like, this is like, I mean, I, obviously there's Riverdale on some nights. There's the superhero shows on some nights. But like, right. I think a lot of this programming is like mm. old people shows. Okay. That makes more sense because, that, yeah. okay, that makes a lot of sense. Because like I said, the only CW show I can name is uh, Riverdale. Riverdale. So. The right. only CW show I can think of is The Carrie Diaries, which definitely is also <laughs> not like. Yeah. I mean, I used to, you know, I watched watch like The Vampire Diaries on there. Yeah. And, like, yeah. It definitely used to be, I think, more success. But I yeah. think streaming has just, you know, no, no teens are watching. Getting home. Like I used to go home from volleyball practice and like record Vampire Diaries on VHS and like watch it back because I missed it. So like right. they just don't need to do that anymore. They can watch whatever they want online. That's so, so interesting. I do think it's like That's our parents, crazy. like after the news ends at six, they switch over to whose line is it anyway oh, on the CW. CW. I guess I don't blame them. Yeah. Yeah. Although I do huh. love to imagine, you know, 58 year olds like, babe, turn on Riverdale. <laughs> <laughs> switch from Jeopardy to Riverdale. Yeah. Can't miss it. Oh God, that's funny. Yeah. Weird. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. 
We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Shall we do cringe The more you know. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. Okay. This week, we are doing the house bunny in honor of Rush TikTok and Alabama TikTok that is just like blowing up social media right now. Everybody's talking about sororities and rushing. So the house bunny is an absolute classic from 2008. Um, and actually next week, they another important milestone celebrating 14 years after <laughs> we all it came it. out. Listen, we're getting in early on this anniversary That's content. True. So then yes. next year, we can like re-up it and we don't have to create mm-hmm. anything new. You know? <laughs> there you go. Point. Uh, the House Bunny. I had seen it. Liz had seen it. Amelia, mm-hmm. you had not seen it, right? Mm-mm. No, never. Great. Honestly, had a great time watching this. The House Bunny is about... Uh, well, first of all, the tagline is really funny. It's like, she's going where no bunny has gone before. College. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cute. <laughs> uh, but Anna Ferris uh, is a Playboy bunny. She has her 27th birthday and is told that she's being kicked out of the Playboy mansion. It's the only home she's ever known. She was like an orphan, whatever. Uh, so she has to go find a new place to live. She stumbles onto this college campus, you know, thinks that like the sorority house is like as close as you can get to the Playboy Mansion, which is probably true to some degree. Um, and she becomes a house mother for just like a really rundown sorority. They have to get 30 pledges or they're going to lose their house. Like they're all these like nerds and like outcasts. And basically she like makes them over, teaches them how to get boys. Like they, you know, teach her how to be a functioning member of society. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, it all ends happily ever after. They get their pledges and, you know, they make friends along the way. Yes. That's great. Yeah. Well done. All right. Let's do some highlights, Kate. Highlight of this movie is that the Zetas are, which is the uh, sorority, just a who's who of like 2008 comedy actresses, which Mm. like we don't, you know, they, they, people are like, oh, they don't make like mid budget comedies anymore quite so much like this. And you Mm -hmm. also don't see that many like this for women or like with women in mind or starring women. Sure. Uh, But Anna Faris, obviously like, has a ton of sort of 2000s comedy hits. Underrated, yeah. but we'll talk about that in a moment. The sorority, Emma Stone, before she got too cool to do comedies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kat Dennings. Um, Catherine yeah. McPhee, which Classic. we'll discuss. Uh, Rumor Willis. <laughs> Rumor girl, Willis. Her girl, uh, Keely Williams from the Cheetah Girls. Keely. Um, Sarah Wright is in this, which like you've seen her in a bunch of stuff. Sarah Wright is a classic yeah, 2008 yeah. cast. Classic like Mean Girl. And I don't know if I'm missing anyone else, but like, it's just a lot of people who you forget used to do these kind of movies. 
Yes. You know, mm-hmm. like, like totally. it was just a different time. And it feels like very stacked because mm-hmm. we just, I don't know, these kinds of movies like aren't really made anymore. Or like totally people have agree. just moved on to such other things that it kind of just took me back. I was like, wow, it's so fun to like see all these actresses just like having fun in this kind of movie. Totally. I totally agree. So yeah, fun. the Anna Ferris Cat Deading Demma Stone lineup is powerful. It and is. I, and I was like, I can't believe that they're yeah. all doing this. And they were like, so it's just different back. You know, they were just mm-hmm. like less famous, less. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yes. Another highlight. This is just a classic college popular <laughs> kids versus nerdy kids. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you get like Revenge of the Nerds or like Animal House or like, you know, any of these movies, you know, Mean Girls even where it's just like you've got the outcasts and you've got the popular kids and, you know, they try to be popular. They do the makeover. They do the their rivals and they're competing. And it's just a, such a classic trope. This is why I love like tropey movies. It's like sometimes totally. the formula works, you guys. Sometimes it it's works. entertaining. <laughs> we know what to expect. We know yeah. what we're getting. Uh, also, it's fun every time. You're so right about the like all women stack cast because like Superbad came out in 2007, like the year before right. and that was mm. all. And there's just like a lot of male nerd, male comedy, but Anna Ferris being just at the helm of this yeah. comedy is so good. And I know this is actually the next highlight. Amelia, yeah. take it away. I, Anna Ferris, she is so funny in this. I don't, I mean, <laughs> I think, um, I just, I'm sad she hasn't done more stuff, but I mean, yeah. you know, she's, she's busy. She's a mom. Uh, but I think the way she reads lines in this is so <laughs> hilarious. I think, you know, it can be really hard to be so ditzy, but it's mm-hmm. like a ditzy likable. Right. Which it's is hard to not be annoying. Ex- yes. Exactly. Yeah. And she does a great job. Like there's this one line that I like died. She was like, have you given her it was she was talking to um Colin Hanks who plays her love interest in the movie and he's like have you given any thought to who you might be voting for and she goes I'm not going to do it as well as her but <laughs> I'm not sure yet I definitely won't listen to what Simon says he is just so mean I usually always agree with Paula and Randy and it's just like oh my Incredible. god that that killed me so I also, just I love her she had to stick with that for the whole movie <laughs> yeah. her character arc like she changed in other ways right but obviously she couldn't have been instilled with like real you know like immense intelligence yeah. over th- right so it was a full hour and a half of kind of that shtick and I never really thought that it got boring or overplayed just because mm. she's so genuine right her, like, the little, she her little voice and like she's just it's almost like Ted Lasso energy where like <laughs> she's just so happy-go-lucky that like anything yes. bad that happens or like anything awkward it just like doesn't dawn on her so then yeah. I don't know it's just like much more fun it, like this wasn't cringy to me even though it like has right. its like cringe comedy moments because the character sure. is just so oblivious. Like it just doesn't, doesn't even register. I totally yeah. agree. <laughs> it's so She's true. Great. She is really great. Amelia, I, what's this picture? Or is this a Liz? Oh, no, this is her when she's saying she's voting for who she's voting for, right? She's wearing like these Coke bottle glasses. And so her eyes have been like enlarged. (laughs) And I don't know. I just thought it was really funny. She's great. (laughs) She really is. Um, I also want to give a shout out to Kat Dennings in this movie because since 2008, like she is, she has done actually a lot. She's had a very long, great career. Um, I personally loved her in um, that movie, Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist, which actually came out the same year. Oh, It's a very different role. Um, But she was of this like 2008 time, but she is so, this is just a look that she had not rocked previously and has not since. She was definitely like the lots of piercing, short hair, kind (laughs) of like fuck you grunge energy mm-hmm. and it's really funny coming from her totally 
And she's so intense about it. And I think <laughs> yeah. it's because like, again, she's just doing like lots of movies and just like, you know, racking up her IMDb. I just love the boldness of this character. Yeah. Everyone, like, who's, <laughs> everyone who's in this movie, maybe with the exception of Emma Stone, was like, it seemed like was was just like, I'm going to do this fun thing and like really commit and yeah. give it 110% when like maybe yeah. it could have taken 100. But the <laughs> yeah. commitment and like to hamming it up and just like doing something weird. Exactly. Uh, really works for most and of them. She's like really in people's faces. She's mm-hmm. like, she's just, and I just can't believe sometimes <laughs> that it's like the same Kat Dennings, which she has this yeah. line where she's like, you want to get cut, bitch? And it's like so <laughs> intense. That is just like, I've not seen it since. And it's a very <sighs> specific uh, role for her. And I yeah. personally loved it. She needs to do that. You're right. She needs to do that again. Yeah. yeah I like her. Let's bring her back. Mm-hmm. Also, it's so fun. Movie makeover in mass. It's not one, not two, but the whole sorority gets a huge makeover, becomes, you know, quote unquote hot. And, you know, they're trying to get boys' attention, which will bring girls, which will bring attention, which brings pledges. But it's great. Can't go wrong. All there's like seven of them that get it. Right. Makeover. And the party scenes are great. Like, I mean, it's an embarrassment of riches in terms of like things that Tea Time likes. Uh, it is. Movie makeover montages. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Great stuff. All right, let's do low lights. <laughs> uh, just some <laughs> personal attacks off the bat here. First of all, there's a, uh, I believe she's from Iowa. Uh, there's mm. a, a member of Zeta called Carrie May, who's one of the non-famous actresses in this movie. Uh, she has braids. She wears flannels. She uh, doesn't know how to talk to men. And she catches she a pig. Catches a pig with her bare <laughs> hands and talks a lot about how Iowa's different from... <laughs> where she is. So that's what I was like, okay, all right. <laughs> that's fine. All right. Uh, okay. And then the second attack on me personally in this movie, uh, as a 27, us, really. as a 27 year old. Yeah. But like the specific age, like you've been 27, but like I am 27 mm. and the whole, she turns 27 and she's immediately a has been. And oh God, you know, they tell her she's too old to be in the playboy mansion. Ultimately, this is actually like a, a, like a prank, not really a prank, like a scheme to get her out. It's not actually real. But as soon as I was like, she was like, oh, I'm 27. I'm too old to be here. I was like, oh no. Especially like (laughs) when I was home for the pandemic, we live like right near Purdue University, like a college campus. My parents do. And like, I would go on campus, like pick up food or something. And I would be like, these are like, we are the same. Like, these are my people, you know, like it's always tough. Thank you. I'm the same age as these guys. And then I'm like watching this movie. I'm like, oh, I'm like house mother material. (laughs) (laughs) That's a blow. I won't lie. That's tough to hear. Uh, So yeah, just some things that I had to reckon with watching this. I get it. Yeah. Next one, Amelia. Uh, I'm sorry. I just really do not like Catherine McPhee. I don't like her as a <laughs> why person. Why is she here? Like, why? Why is she here? Like, because she was she got third place on American Idol, second right. place. Also, I don't know. It Who breaks cares? the fourth wall for them to reference American Idol in a movie yes. that stars Catherine McPhee. Mm. Exactly, and it's just like she had her one little moment in the sun when they were on doing karaoke, and of course, she, you know, yep. she like. Has a good voice or whatever, but um, <laughs> it was just I really don't like her, and I, I think she's kind of a piece of shit. You can Google it. <laughs> Trust me, she is. Um, and I just like seeing her face. I was like, oh god, yeah. so, she didn't need to be here. We could have cast anyone else for that role. I, truly, yeah. You know? So I'm sorry, yeah. but I'm not a fan. Yeah, no thanks. 
Yeah. There is this also weird part of the movie where the like not even B plot, maybe like a C plot, which Kate kind of mentioned, which was apparently in Anna Anna Ferris's mind, Hugh Hefner kicks her out after she turns mm. 27, is like you're too old, go away. But it actually turns out it's this other bunny within the house that wants to be the November, what's it called? Spread whatever. Uh, centerfold. 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 Yeah. yeah. And schemes with like the house butler to kick her out. Anyway, I understand that like they probably couldn't have painted Hugh Hefner in that light and he would have participated in the movie to be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I felt like that was just a really weird, it like came in every 45 You're so minutes right. for 30 You're seconds so right. and it just didn't. It just wasn't like a, a powerful motive, I feel right. like, and or story that kind of got followed through on. Right. Um, You're so just, right. That is the only reason that they had the storyline so because Hugh Hefner yeah. would be yeah. Yeah. It without yeah. it. Because um, it, it doesn't even affect the ending, really. She's actually no. like, just never mind. I won't go back. You I think know? it would have like, been funnier right. had they have they actually been like, yeah, yeah, you're 27. Get the hell out. Like, yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And not have this weird alternative storyline right. going on. That's I agree. so true. And then also this little light that I kind of couldn't get past. And I think uh, Kate will describe this better right after I say this um, in the notes. But like some of these side characters, I think it's hard with an ensemble cast to like flesh out every single one, kind of make it all make sense. Every one of them. They basically picked three and then the like to really make sense. And then the rest, they were just they were just odd and like kind of a way that didn't work. Like we said, Cheetah Girls is Kylie Williams. Keely, um, yeah, Keely. Keely. She just, like didn't speak for the whole thing and then not at all. Came in at the last five minutes and said it's just, I don't know. I just yeah. thought some of it worked, some of it didn't with some of the yeah. ensemble. It was Agreed. a lot of like you just fall into like some not great stereotyping when yeah. you do that. And it reminded me a little mm-hmm. bit of like the problematic parts of like pitch perfect where it's like, well, here's mm-hmm. the horny lesbian and here's the shy Asian yeah. girl. And here's, and like, that's all you need to know about them because we're going to focus on the other characters. Yeah, and like, this so one's true. like, you know, it's like, here's the short girl and here's the girl with the back brace and here's yes, the shy right. black girl. And mm-hmm. then like, that's, I'm like, can we, can yeah. we give them something else here? Can we yes. flesh out these characters. Yeah. yeah just okay. a little bit. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, wasn't great. I think my main low light is, this movie just needs to figure out who it's for a little bit better. Mm, I think sure. it just is limited by the fact that it it tries to be both like a rom-com chick flick mm. girl movie and then also like this in the super bad vein, like this kind of wacky comedy for guys that they can also enjoy and don't think it's for girls only. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like I think if it had veered less away, like more away from the slapstick comedy and like maybe a little bit of the objectification and more into like, mean girls comedy like a little mm. more play up the romance a little bit more play up the friendships a little bit more I feel like it would have been more popular with women still like this yeah. isn't really like mm. a cult favorite you know like people mm. like it a lot of people have seen it people know it mm-hmm. and I guess that that helps that like the general public probably saw it because it was veered more towards men and women mm-hmm. but I think it would have aged better if it had just picked women you know totally. instead of instead of kind of trying to have it both ways That's a really good point. And I also think like, so I was watching this and I was thinking, you know, this kind of reminds me of like uh, someone who has read the script for Legally Blonde and is trying to be like Legally Blonde kind of, but it's not really succeeding. And then I looked up and it was written by the two women who wrote Legally Blonde. So it was like, you know, they they were trying to do it because I mean, they tried to put it through like the the super bad Animal House uh, Uh formula. Yeah. And didn't quite, right. yeah. didn't quite apply. It, which is just like, dang. Yeah. We yeah. don't need that. 
It could yeah, be for and us. that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this leads actually right into what has aged the best and the worst because you're right. Um, Kate, do you want to talk? Take the first one. <laughs> My age the worst is that I first watched this movie in a high school homeroom. <laughs> Because my so male teacher, who was a little weird, uh, <laughs> apparently didn't want to entertain us. Oh. And so he just put on the house bunny for a group of like sophomores <laughs> in high school for like, like multiple okay, days. What? Like we had block scheduling, but like we definitely couldn't watch the whole thing. So I think we watched it like multiple days. And I like was at the point again, like, you know, I was like a little bit sheltered in terms of like movies and television. <laughs> in my and I definitely was like scandalized by this. Like I was like, why are we watching this movie in school? Like that's so funny. Of all the that's such a weird choice. Choices. Yeah, very weird. Uh, so that in <laughs> retrospect did not age particularly well as uh, high school entertainment. Sure. Uh, my other age, the worst, but also I don't care, is that it's just like a pretty sexist movie. Like, mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not that bad. It's actually not as bad as I expected. But, mm-hmm. you know, there are some early 2000s uh, yeah. stereotyping, objectification, blah, blah, blah all of that. Totally. Uh, I do find it a little hard to care because it's fun and it could have been a lot worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so it actually exceeded my expectations on this front. Uh, right. But, you know, if we're got to check yeah. it off the list, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Amelia? <laughs> yeah. I would say worst is probably just seeing Hugh Hefner here. And, you know, like we were talking about, they probably could have had him be kind of the villain, but they mm-hmm. didn't because they, you know, needed Playboy and whatever for the plot. But if you ever read Holly Madison's book, and she appears in this movie, uh, you know that he's kind of a, pe- well, he's dead now, but uh, a piece of shit. And then also, if you've watched like the A&E series, like The Secrets of Playboy, like he's pretty disgusting. Like he's a pretty mm-hmm. disgusting person. So um, just, you know, just mm-hmm. seeing yeah. that, like watching oh, it, watching it yeah. was jarring. Mm-hmm. And yeah. especially when he was like, oh, he's a good guy. When it's like, okay, yeah, he probably would have kicked her out. That's the thing. You know, yeah, like so. he gets rid of the villain. He does like help kind right. of, like, save right. the day, even though she chooses not to take it right. and live her life in the house. But yeah. Right. It's like, oh, he's just a kindly old man. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. Um, and also worst. Okay. Apparently the guy who played mixologist Monty with the vest is a total right wing nut who this is, is insane, now, Amelia. I know, who is now making his own Ruby Ridge. What? Wow. I did know. I was like, who is this guy? Like, why is he not an actor I've ever seen in my entire life? Because he's I been guess. banned by like numerous uh, platforms. And he, how did you yeah. find this? I would never have known this. This is crazy. Well, I saw I was like, he looks familiar. And so I Googled his name and all the stuff that came up was like, he's far right. And he like has been banned on Twitter and YouTube. Uh, yeah, he's Jesus. crazy. Pal. A PayPal, oh yeah, the PayPal has banned him. <laughs> and uh, he's like planning an Idaho refuge for his friends Holy. and family, which is like reminiscent of the Ruby Ridge standoff. And it's just like, what the fuck? Holy Jesus. smokes. Yeah, it's like kind of insane. So, wow. Yeah, that, that didn't yeah. age well. That did not. No. Jesus. Mm-mm. Yeah, Christ. not good. Well, now, my guy, he did <laughs> Sorry to call him Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so comparing the two, he turned out great. God, but what I put originally, <laughs> what takes the worst was called. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't mean it. He's just an actor. It could have been so much worse. I just yeah. felt like he was kind of a a little bit of a dud in this movie, and kind of I was like looking at his IFTV, like what yeah. he's done. 
But again, it's all relative. <laughs> it's I guess. All relative. Um, what aged the worst was how sorry, we formatted this category as well. It's true. And this it's whole true. episode. Yeah. Oh. Uh, okay. Again, not as bad. But what is also aged the worst? Like this makeover. Um, everyone like gets quote unquote hot and they give Kat Denny this insane wig that's like Christina Aguilera, like blonde and black, kind of like choppy, piecey, yeah, long perfect. wig. And she's in like black <laughs> lipstick. And I was just like, whose thought was this? I, I just, I don't know. It's just like, this felt very- honestly, she still looks good though. Yeah, of course mm-hmm. she does. But I was, was just, impressed. It felt 2008 to It's me. very, too- yeah. yeah. I mean, it's bad, but I also was like, she looks great. So <laughs> she can pull off yeah, a lot. for her. That's a um, good point. And then what is age the best is like everyone is infatuated with Rush at Alabama and even these big school, you know, Georgia, um, mm-hmm. following these young girls as they go through the week. There's a couple of them blow, that blow up every year online and everyone follows them and like is really invested in, you know, what they become. And now sure. the sororities are doing dances and it's just like still is a thriving ecosystem yeah. in our country. So. Damn, you, you, guys, you know what age is the worst is that I did not take this opportunity to make Liz talk about her own sorority experience. Uh, anyway, let's pick MVPs. <laughs> age okay. so badly. So badly. Damn. Uh, um, my MVP. MVP is Emma Stone. She mm-hmm. should go back to comedies. Sure. She's funny. She's awkward. She uh, is kind of like the straight, the straight man of this show or of this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a little bit less wacky than the other characters. And I just, she's just really consistently funny. It just made me miss like the easy A, crazy, stupid love, you know, zombie land era. She's like comedy. She's too good for that now. And I think she should, she should go back to it. So agreed. Agreed. Totally agreed. Um, I'm, you know, Anna Ferris. I think she is so charismatic in this. She holds together this film. Honestly, she does the ditzy a likable thing so well that I think in another universe, she could have played Marilyn Monroe instead of Ana de Armas. Mm. Great take. Thank you. I, and she I has totally agree. She has that moment in the movie where she is she in the white dress and she has yeah. the- <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, I totally agree. She's my MVP too. She's a reason why this works and is not mm-hmm. like a total flop. <laughs> even now. And I feel sad because in the last couple of years, she's obviously had her own great career, but it gets overshadowed mm-hmm. a lot by her ex-husband, Chris Pratt's like yeah. career, new marriage, new children, his right. happenings. Like, I just feel like a lot of how she's talked about, and even this is like our, my own doing when we talk about Chris Pratt and Anna Ferris on Ferris on this podcast, but she's like only mostly referred to in a Chris Pratt world. And yeah. we are not living in a Chris Pratt world. So and true. No. I don't know. I guess I should like watch mom and support her other projects and like <laughs> yeah. make her, her well, like there's a limit to what we're oh. willing to do. <laughs> but I'm just like I hate I hate yeah. that that we're you know, due yeah. for renaissance. We're due for yeah. like a, yeah. a female comedy renaissance and we she's really gonna because she's moved the, on to the Renaissance. We only are obsessed exactly. with talking about Chris Pratt and his right. it's true. You know, whatever. It's true. Yeah. Okay. We'll do better. We'll talk about her more. We have one lightning round question. And it is. It's, a good one, is it's good. It's good. Yeah. The best Anna Ferris one liner in this movie. She just has some lines that are just really funny. Uh, mm-hmm. My personal favorite, she's talking to the house moms who are telling her why she's not fit to be one of them. And they go, This is a sorority. This isn't a brothel. And she goes, A brothel? Oh, I'm not looking to make soup. <laughs> so good. <laughs> they just stare at her. Love and it. I just. It's absurd. And yet I laughed. I did. 
Of Great. course, you have to. Yeah. Um, I chose one where I think she's like at a restaurant or a bar or something. And they're like, oh, you've been in Playboy. Are you like a centerfold or something? And she's like, no, I've just been in a, a couple small pictorials. Girls of the Midwest. Girls with GEDs. Girls of Charlie Sheen. Oh, I was God. like, nice. That's funny. <laughs> I had two ran in here, but the real one that actually made me laugh out loud again late at night when I was like trying to binge this was she is talking to the girls trying to rile them up to do this event. I think a car wash or something like that. And she's like taking photos. So she's like taking photos of all the girls. Oh, it's for the calendar. I'm sorry. Um, Selling calendars for the same purpose. And she was like, taking photos will help us raise money for our philanthropy. (laughs) <laughs> it's just like a throwaway line. I was like, what was that? What the fuck was that? There are a uh, lot of moments where she just like adds something weird and you're like, yeah. what? Yeah. Where yeah, if you yeah. didn't really, where you were not paying attention, it would have just flown right by you. <laughs> yeah. It's true. She's the best. Um, oh, that was good. I do like that movie. Yeah. Same. Okay. Let's do tea times unanswerable questions, Amelia. Okay. So I guess, honestly, just a couple of days ago, W Magazine, they always come out with some fun stuff, you know, and this year they do the WTV portfolio and they invite a lot of actors from pop current popular television shows to select their, I guess, favorite uh, TV character. And then they did like a little photo shoot as them. And so <laughs> we have, I'm sorry, we have Nicholas Braun, Cousin Greg as Tim Riggins from Friday Night Lights. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just like really funny. It's just like. The funny thing is like he just thought he bodied this. Like he. uh, He did. Is feeling his extension so hard. He's like, I am going to be like the internet boyfriend of the week with this. And it's just like. You're, I don't think you're doing what you think you're doing. It's not. But, it's um, not giving Tim Riggins. <laughs> it's, no, it's not. But we have like Sienna Miller is one of the Ab Fab girls, and that's really good. Um, we have uh, what's her face, Elle Fanning as Paris Hilton. I thought was really funny. Um, oh yeah. Just, so like they, a lot of these, they clearly like let them pick them themselves, which was like part of it. And some right. of them, I just they're so odd. Like some of these choices are just. Why? Well, they're I, like, okay, we get you're trying to be funny or something. Right, Jessica you know? yeah. Biel as Dawn Draper. Weird <laughs> choice. I'm scrolling through Very these. Pick me. Um, Sadie yeah. Sink as Elaine from Seinfeld. That's really cute. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was cute. That was definitely cute. Um, yeah. But yeah. It's, oh, did you see Chriselle as Dexter? That, uh, what are we doing uh, here? Oh, what <laughs> I, what I, is she doing? Icon. We love in this it. this magazine. <laughs> Okay. I also, I love that they didn't do anything. Like Jessica Biel, like had a wig with a right. short hair. Chriselle just has full hair and makeup, and she's just That's holding the a thing knife. Too is I'm like I. That's a good were point. they in charge of their own wardrobes? Like what? Yeah. What What's happened? going on here? They're like <laughs> widely varying levels of commitment. <laughs> like some of people are like recreating shots. Like Madeline Klein yes. or whatever did like the. Peggy uh, from Mad yes. Men walking, oh, which yes. I think is the way is the move. But like some mm-hmm. of them are also like just in a room with an outfit on. <laughs> right. I the range Chrishell's is just is baffling. The <laughs> <laughs> it's the weirdest. Uh, it's very confusing. So your question is, which is one would confusing. you do? Right? Oh, sorry. Yes. So which TV character would you choose if you were asked to do this photo shoot? Thoughts. Okay. I my first one was uh, Buffy from. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, that's fun. Recognizable. Yeah. Easy. It's like fun, popular. I don't know. Not that exciting to dress up as. I feel like you do have to. I think a lot of these people literally just pick like 
their favorite TV character. <laughs> yeah. And then like another group of people were like, like Jessica Biel were like, who, who like, who will like, if I pick this, will people tweet about me? Like, yeah, I, there was like very clearly like either I'm choosing a TV character that has a boring outfit and I shouldn't have chosen this person. <laughs> or it was like, I'm choosing a TV character that I think is popular that people will want to talk about. Right. And people needed to like get in the middle and do one that like they really liked, but also like could have created a good cover, yeah. which some of them did. Yeah. Uh, I feel like Buffy would do that, but also I, I don't know. I, it is tough. It is. I think that's a good choice. I Thanks. like this Peggy Olsen shot because yeah, on my last really day good. at ABC, for some unknown reason, as I was packing up my things to start this job I'm at now, um, we recreated, like I did, like a Peggy Olsen, like walk oh, out of the office, like oh with gosh. the me- And um, my coworker at the time, like edited the music over. They gave me like- Shut up. What? And I have like a video, like with a box and like, walking out. Yes. So, I don't this. know where this video lives. Hopefully nowhere online. But- <laughs> I would like a redo because I did do it very well and I was in my normal clothes and look. I and love if I could that. have professional hair and makeup, I think it would have gone a lot better. I um, love that. My other one truly is just like, I want to see my hair with like Pam curls in a cardigan Ooh. and a button up. Like the office is, and it's so, so lame, but no you one would, did it. you would just curl your hair and then look exactly like you look every day. <laughs> Well, I don't wear a button up and cardigan and a pencil skirt. Objectively a terrible choice, but it's fine. I you know what? You. What was yours? Buffy the Vampire <laughs> Slayer. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Amelia. <laughs> Amelia, what would you do? Um, Great question. I, it's your what, question. Do you not I have know. an answer? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I know. I didn't really have an answer. So I, I was, I don't know. I mean, like I like. Uh, maybe like just like one of those like it's so boring but like a breaking bad like oh, I'm into my suit or something you know? sure I would I think it'd be you great know. you know what I would do is make you like the bachelorette and then like have <laughs> that like a bunch funny. of like faceless men with roses or something that's, someone yeah. should have done that that's really funny I'm willing to put in good. my own money to get this photo shoot happen <laughs> oh, or like survivor like put you on an oh, island that, oh, oh yeah. I'd, I'd be into that yeah Okay. With like a bandana and not oh my so God, much like characters. Dress as Jeff Probst. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> exactly. Get you some exactly. cargo shorts. That's yeah. easy. <laughs> easy enough. Okay. My question is, okay. And not to tread on food news or the other food podcasts that we have at The Ringer, but this is why it's the last question. We have, a, we have a beverage beat. It's fine. We We're do. Allowed. It's fine. Okay. So every summer there's this whole thing about like the drink of the summer. So for mm. a couple, like for a while, there was an Aperol Spritz. Last right. summer, it was an espresso martini. Everyone writes about it, you know, in the New York Times, Grub Street, Bon Appetit. They all kind of get their, um, get their thoughts in. And I know it's not technically the end of the summer yet, but like looking back, did you guys have a singular drink of the summer? Because what Grub Street came out with this week by Chris Crawley is that he says, I regret to inform you, there was no drink of the summer. Dirty Shirley, which we actually thought and talked about on this podcast, we hardly knew you. Um, wow. Which made me sad that there wasn't one standout cocktail or drink. It doesn't have to be alcoholic, but I'm curious if you guys had one. I feel like we're all beverage people. So I'm curious your thoughts. Yeah. Wow. This is a I, great question. I'm so late to this trend, but I got really into Topo Chico this summer. Oh. I'm like two or three years late to that Seriously? particular <laughs> seltzer brand. Uh, but I've I've kind of gotten over LaCroix. As you know, I like my mm. seltzers to taste like nothing. Yeah. And I decided that LaCroix actually tasted like too much. So mm. I mm. have switched 
uh, to like plain Perrier. And then I got into to- like lime and grapefruit Topo Chico, which barely Ooh, tastes like anything. Good. It's good. Yeah, it I know. Good. And I'm like, why, why do I, you know, buy all these LaCroix that I never drink when I could mm. just buy something that I'll drink. So mm-hmm. that was my drink of summer, but okay. it's like three like years that. late to the Topo Chico drink of summer. That's okay. Trend. That's okay. Um, I got here eventually. You did. And that's okay. You know, it's very, <laughs> it you. is very, you know, it is more refreshing, I think, than uh, like uh, LaCroix. So I, I agree. get it. Agreed. And Amelia, there's like something yours? you can do, oh, sorry, where, where no. you like freeze it or something and then you Ooh. open the top and then it becomes unfrozen or so. I don't know. I've seen Ooh, some I'm weird thing. Google it. Yeah, you should. Um, okay. So I love this, <laughs> this soda that I recently found. Well, I mean, I found it before, but the flavor, it's, from Olipop and it's called Dr. Goodwin and it it tastes I don't even I can't even describe the taste but it tastes so good and I think it's supposed to be kind of like their Dr. Pepper alternative but it Mm. it tastes different than that yeah I'm into it so our beverage queen (laughs) Olipop is so cute their little cans are so cute they're so adorable I know do you remember when we spent 10 minutes talking about Poppy and how much we (laughs) love them and we're like sponsor us please these are only never heard from them never I still am on the Poppy beat um, mm, love it. Yes. On the alcoholic beverage side, I've gotten really annoyed. And this is so, Kate, you're about to like shit all over me. Be like, it's such an <laughs> LA thing. You're so annoying. You guys, natural wine is really good. Ooh. And I've gotten really into I've it actually heard summer. you mention this several times in passing this summer. That's so. funny. It's yeah. so good. Wait. It, it tastes, you know why? Because it tastes like kombucha, which is what I'm just oh, aiming like to it. make it taste not. You like any alcoholic drink. You're like, I like sour beers. I like natural wine. Like just drink kombucha, Liz. I'm just trying to get back to juice, but in like That's a- so funny. Um, it is really good and they got really fun labels and it's- Oh yeah. You know? I'm looking it up right so, now. I'm into it. I'll send you a couple recs, Amelia. Please. But they wow. all taste, they don't taste, if you're a wine lover, I had my parents try it and they did not like it. Yeah, oh, so, like kombucha. No. It's for- you got to be a kombucha lover first and then you can, it's like an easier I do. pivot. I like wine. kombucha, so. Great. Okay, great. Yeah. All right. Well, at least we held strong in our opinions. No we one did. It's true. I actually had a Shirley Temple the other day, but non-alcoholic. Still Ooh. hits. <laughs> okay. That's it. It was a long podcast. Had a lot of thoughts. Um, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you to Kaya, our producer. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Hallowell. And I'm Amelia Wendler. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.